0: Welcome to Harvest Time, my name is Chris Harper and our host on this program is Pastor Gary Walton, the pastor of Harvest Baptist Church. We often spend these 25 minutes together telling you the stories of our church. We have interviews with members and other friends of the ministry each week. At this point in the program, we wanna personally invite you to Harvest Baptist Church this Sunday. We have two services, the first at 9 a.m., the second at 11 a.m., COVID safety protocols in place at both. We'd love to see you at either. And we do have a 9 a.m. live stream service as well. HBCguam.org. Again, find that on HBCguam.org. This week, Matthew chapter 7, verses 24 through 27, how to stand strong in the storms of life. Let's begin today's harvest time by welcoming Pastor Gary Walton. Hi, Pastor. Hey,
1: a day Chris. This will actually be the final sermon in a number of months that we've had this series on, the Sermon on the Mount. So we're coming up to the last few verses, which I think uh, they're sort of the capstone of the whole message. The last verses talk about the uh, building your house, either on the rock or on the sand, and the difference between a foolish man and a wise man, it's a really important teaching of Jesus, and I think it summarizes in some ways a lot of the things that he said throughout this whole message. The series we've been calling Jesus Changes Everything, and it really is what we've witnessed as God has kind of walked us through some really important lessons as we go through this. There's going to be storms in everybody's life. Nobody is going to go through life without them. So we need to know what our foundation is in order to be able to stand up to those storms. And so I'd like to invite you to come and be with us and just find out what God's word says. Find out what Jesus says about living life on the foundation that is the words of Christ and what it'll do for us as we try to withstand the storms that inevitably come our way. Well, I'm really excited to be able to have several different people with us today to talk about something, a specific topic. We're going to talk about young families. I have Pastor Brian and Amy Leonard's, and Pastor Brian's been on here a number of times, and he's sort of leading this group. And then Megan Perez is also here, and we're going to introduce her in just a minute. Pastor Brian, maybe you can start us by introducing the topic that we want to talk about. We have an ABF here at Harvest, an adult Bible fellowship, that's specifically geared for young families.
2: Yeah, that's exactly right. Our desire would be um, you know, a lot of these families across our island and in our church, uh, we're asking the same questions, we're seeking after the same types of things, and we've just had a strong desire to build a community where we can come together and support each other and do this under God's word and God's teaching. So we began meeting for ABFs on Sunday evenings along with the other ABFs at 7 p.m. on the campus of Harvest Baptist Church. And we'll take an hour, and right now we're going through the topic of parenting. We're coming to a end of that series. We're excited about some summer opportunities. But really, the class is so much more than that because we're meeting on different days. We're meeting in smaller groups. We've had some Bible studies that have come out of this. We have activities that we're constantly doing, whether it's young family hikes, picnics, going to the park. And we had just had a really big Easter one. It's been an exciting time. So it's really a young family community
1: yeah. that we have. Yeah, and I think that's—well, I know that's the reason why we want to talk about it because God's doing some— Pretty incredible things through these young families that have just bonded together and are walking through life together, experiencing a lot of the same kinds of things. And I want to, that's what I want to ask you guys about. Amy, let me bring you into the conversation. Tell me about how long you and Pastor Brian have been married and then about your family.
3: So we've been married 11 years this July, and um, we met actually here at Harvest, and we got married, and we have now have four children. So we have Elian, who is nine in fourth grade. We have Sayla who is seven in second grade. We have, I'm sorry, Hannah, <laughs> Hannah is seven in second grade. Sayla is five in K-4, and Carson is our adopted son, um, and he is four in K-3 right now.
1: It's an awesome season of life. A lot of things going on in the Leonard's house. <laughs>
3: That's for sure. <laughs> Busy
1: days. Megan, you and your husband, Saul, have how many children? What's their names?
4: We have three children. We have Annalise. She's nine. And then we have Isabel and Nora, and they're twins. They're four years old.
1: And you guys just recently moved to Guam, right?
4: Yes, about seven months ago.
1: Okay, great. I think it's helpful to talk about maybe some first perspectives. You guys started to come in to Harvest probably not long after you came on island. What What were you and Saul looking for as you kind of... Trying to figure out church. Definitely
4: a gospel centered, solid, biblically taught church. We've definitely found that at Harvest. We've appreciated your bold preaching from God's word, and it's been a lifeline because uh, moving here was tough, Mm -hmm. coming, especially during the pandemic, you know, to a tiny little island and not knowing anyone. We're active duty military, and it was just a breath of fresh air to find Harvest.
1: Maybe I could ask you specifically about how Harvest. Has been helpful for your family as you guys have adjusted to all kinds of new things. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah, the young families group has been awesome. We both come from unbelieving families ourselves. And, uh, both sides, we don't really have any believers, so we don't have the you know the grandparents and the support of relatives and and plus we're military families, so we don't live you know near anyone anyway. So I think it's especially vital for someone like us. And, and I know our group is filled with a lot of Families like that, whether it be military or transplants from other places, so I think this group is so important. And there's an attack on the family, like I don't think there's ever been in history. So just supporting each other and sharpening each other, reminding each other of God's word and how it relates to parenting, has just been—I I don't even know how to describe it. It's just so important. I, I, I don't—we I, couldn't do it on our own. We would—we would not do a good job. <laughs> we, we definitely need each other, you know, in this journey of parenting.
1: Yeah, I want to talk about that some more here in a minute of how important it is to be, you know, on this journey and not doing it on our own, but to have others that are coming alongside us. Whether you're an individual and need another brother or sister with you or whether you're a family, you know, yeah, it's how important it is to have people that are walking beside that challenges, right? Families are facing immense challenges. What are you guys seeing kind of in this season of life that would be particular challenges, either for yourselves or, you know, others around you? What would you see as some of those challenges?
3: I think it's hard sometimes, like as a, an adult, you want to have quiet time with God. You want to have time with just you and God and nothing else, but we've got kids waking up early. Mm-hmm. We have one child that wakes up at 5.30 in the morning, mm-hmm. every morning, you know, or you think you're quiet and they're knocking on the door because they're fighting or something like that. So sometimes it's a challenge just to spend some time with the Lord.
4: I think one of the biggest challenges is dealing with my own failures, you know, when I lose it and yell at the kids and just like recovering from that because they, they're so quick to forgive if you, you know, a, a repent and apologize and ask them for forgiveness, they forgive you. But I can beat myself up and feel just get down for a while. So it's it's so helpful to have other parents to kind of discuss those things and then learn how to, you know, get better and not do it, not stay in that place where you keep repeating the same behaviors
2: really see that, you know, in today's world, social media and everything that's out there, there's these ideas of what everyone else's families look like. Right. And a lot of people come in to feel like, you know, my family's messed up and everyone else has it together. So we've said it with the church and obviously with our group that the church is a hospital. We're here to care. Mm, We're here to amen. come alongside. Yeah. We're not here to put on masks. Well, put on masks, but not, <laughs> not those masks. But to really be genuine, to say, listen, we have failures, we have faults. And one thing, you know, in our group, we have a group full of people who who want their kids just to love God genuinely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we realize that you can't make a child love God. Right. You can demonstrate it. You can assist them and come alongside them. But prayer has been a really big theme mm-hmm. in our mm-hmm. class of, of realizing we we need the Lord and we, we covet each other's prayers and support. That's been a constant thing that's been coming back to us as a group.
1: I don't know if I asked this, Brian, maybe to put this all into perspective. The group is made up of yeah, you know, we said young families, but what does that mean?
2: Yeah, it, it, generally speaking, it's for those who have elementary age children. And our group, it's by God's grace, it's grown a lot. And we recognize we have different people in different territories in sure. that we have some who are coming in and they have very young children, and and the difficulties and the trials they have are unique to that age group. We have some who are starting to get into the middle school age, and it's a little tricky because we're realizing the. The needs are spreading, but the love and the care as a group is constant. So <laughs> we're kind of holding on. and But we know, you know, long term, we want to meet people exactly where they're at. And and growth is a good thing. And we want to look at that and see how God's going to use that and what it's going to look like long term.
1: Amy, I know that you work as a PA. So you, you've got a career that's going. You just talked about four young kids. You're married to a pastor, you know, so you kind of— you're at a lot of stuff, right, as yes. a, at a busy church, church yeah. life. Um, how do you hold all that together?
3: I don't hold it together. It's <laughs> only, only by God's grace we just take one day at a time and do what we need to do. Um, I do work part-time, so that does help. Um, We try to make our life simple, meaning we don't have complicated meals or try to make our house simple. And um, I'm not a super organized person, but I'm trying. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think at the end of the day, it's just depending on the Lord each day for what he gives us and how we can um, respond in the right way.
1: Megan, you're also a health professional. You're not practicing right now, but a nurse, correct? Mm -hmm. You also have... You know, young children. What, what about you? How do you how do you hold the pieces together?
4: Well, honestly, it's been a lot easier in Guam because there's just not as many distractions as yeah. the States. Yeah. Um, so that's been great. Uh, we've had a lot more time um, just to be at home and be together and, and get into the Word. Things that have helped me is, like, really practical little things like keeping a Bible, like, open on my desk near our kitchen, and I can easily go to it, like, at any when I just find a moment, like when the kids are eating, I'll usually get it, and we'll read something, or um, just trying to find those, making it a priority to find like a moment to, uh, to to go into the word together and do a little teaching, even if it's just like ten minutes. Or um, that's that's been, it helps all of us because it just changes the whole mood of everyone, you know. But like Amy said, similar things, just keeping life. I've learned a lot about just the the importance of keeping life simple when you have a lot of chaos.
1: Well, yeah. there's something too. I mean, not just something, it's a significant piece where you have something that's the center of your family life. And the practicality of having a Bible there, That it's not that you're talking about it every minute of the day, but there is, this is like the center point. We exactly. keep coming back to this. Exactly. It guards and it protects and it guides, you know, what we're doing. It tells our kids, you know, this is who we are. This is how we're identified. Pastor Brian, maybe I, I know not only your own family, but you're also just ministering and counseling and discipling many families in this area. What other kinds of things are you are you seeing? You know, both Megan and Amy and you have certain busy parts of your life, but probably if we talk to almost anybody, you know, in this season of life, they're going to say, "Man, life is just so busy." Whatever whatever it is, are you seeing other types of challenges?
2: Yeah, I think that word "busy." I mean the world is is there to fill our schedules and everyone's gonna be busy but there are some times where we need to step in and decide what are we busy with and you know what takes priorities we have a a world where i mean many things you know athletics or even school and even instruments and even the, all those things are incredibly important and and we we desire our kids to have that and our children are and some of them but they should never Trump over what God's called us to do as a family and, and to grow. And that, that's been a constant theme that we've been coming back. We've had some Bible studies with some of the kids and families. We're actually looking to get one going again. With um, We would do a, we call it the 3D's Bible study. It was Daddies, daughters and desserts. <laughs> and we would just grab some desserts at Wendy's and uh, the dads would try to teach their kids how to do devotions and to pray together as kids. They all want it. You know, when we talk to the kids, they all say, you know, I want someone to pray with. They just don't know how to do it, and it's a little bit awkward for them. So we're trying to come alongside them and help them. And, and you know, there's, there's no exact answers of how, you know, how we do this, so we're trying to do it together and, and in that community.
1: So if there's a young family that's listening, you know, a mom or a dad, and they just feel like they're trying to figure out what the base is for their family life, What kind of advice would you give them? Megan, you talked a little bit about just having the scriptures, even being open to be that base. Anything else you could give sort of practically?
4: Maybe singing together. I don't know. I mean, even if you're not comfortable with that, kids love music and singing Christ-centered music together is really special. It just, like you were saying earlier, Pastor Gary, just getting our mind focused on the Lord, you know, as a family. I think that's a... A really practical thing, you can it's kind of easy to do.
1: Awesome, good.
3: I think as a mom, I often listen to podcasts because sometimes you don't have time oh, to yes. sit and read it right, or mm-hmm. you may not have it, but you can listen like while you're doing your chores or things like that. Life-changing. and I found um, some podcasts to be incredibly encouraging. Um, and, and in the car, actually, we've been listening. Um, the kids and I have been listening to Patch the Pirate, which some of our songs are kind of funny, but it does help the kids just remember. Um, the, the songs help them to remember about character and God's word. So whatever you can listen, I think it's helpful.
2: Yeah, we, we've been talking in the group, too, about in Deuteronomy, the idea of, you know, in the highways or byways, we, we're teaching truth. So it's not always just sit down, let's open the Bible, let's walk through this. It's you know, as we're driving and there's a rainbow, taking the moment to mm-hmm. talk to our kids about God's glory. And, um, you know, if we're out and about, just taking all those unique opportunities, and, and they're, they're all around us, whether it's talking about creation or, you know, God's healing power when there's injuries, when, when there's uh, what, whatever it is, but looking for every single opportunity with our kids because the opportunities are there. And if our mind is there and our heart is there and God's spirit is flowing through us it's the opportunities are there and we just need to take them
1: and there's something critical about walking together with others in this journey right you guys experiencing that tell us a little bit about it
3: I'm definitely challenged often by some of the other ladies in the group, maybe what they'll post or what they'll talk about or what they're learning or what they're teaching their kids. Not that we should compare one to another, right, because that's not helpful, but you can definitely learn some things from other women and just be encouraged by them. Say, hey, I'm going through this, too. Sometimes there's a season when everybody's sick, like everybody's kids have a mm. stomach flu, and it's so encouraging when your friend is having it, too, and you can just kind of walk together with them and <laughs> pray for each other about it and Maybe uh, give each other some Gatorade or a stop by with some iced coffee. <laughs> and that's always a help and encouragement.
4: And just filling in each other's gaps at that time. You know, yeah, we go through yeah. seasons where we're struggling with, like, anger or, you know, different things. Mm-hmm. To patient, you know, your patience or, or, or to Brian even just talking about giving ideas of how to bring a lesson to anything that's going on in in life just we sharpen each other it's 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 awesome
3: sometimes i think it's super helpful to have a mom friend also because you know like if you're out somewhere with your kids you're going to be interrupted about 50 times in your (laughs) conversation Mm -hmm. but with your another mom and you're both used to it you can just pick right back up (laughs) and they're not offended or anything like that
2: usually one of the first things we say when because we have a desire as a group um really our, our theme and our motto is people have to be Young families on this island need to be crazy not to be coming to our group that's our that's our goal is that <laughs> the young families would see that and they would see everything that's that's there and that that's offered. But we often tell those families we're trying to to reach to say, "Listen, once you come on over to this activity, everyone else's kids are going to be crazy. You don't need to worry about your kids um don't worry about them breaking anything or anything too loud." Come to church, sit with us. We call it chaos corner where a lot of the families sit and we all blend into each other. We're doing this together. We're a support group. And we want to take those pressures away because a lot of family, if you're listening and you have a young family and it's like, I want to come, just can't control my child. Just come. We're, we're here. We we've been down that road. We're welcoming towards that. We want you to come, and we want to come alongside you.
4: And it's like it's like the, the proverbial village, right? Yeah. And, and it, it feels like it's nice too for your children to hear the other parents teaching the same things mm-hmm. that you are. So they hear yeah. they feel this this community. It's not just mom and dad always saying yeah. talking about Jesus, but it's, you know they hear other moms and dads and the kids. You know, kind of even probably sharpen each other, rub off on each other in good ways. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. It feels like there's a couple important themes that have kind of woven their way through our conversation that I would expect would be true for many, many people that are listening, many, many people and families across our island. You can get so busy with stuff, but at the end of the day, you think, what's the foundation for this? It feels like we're going a hundred different directions. Mm -hmm. And what is the piece that ties it together? So maybe just an encouragement to somebody that might be listening and that's how you're feeling that God really wants and desires to be the foundation of our families and if we'll put him in his rightful place he's going to allow all those other pieces that feel like they're just fragmented in a hundred different directions to come together so Mm -hmm. I think that's a big piece and maybe the second theme is just the idea of of having people to walk along the journey with us nobody wants to walk alone and if you do, we find out that it's a lot easier to fall and have a hard time getting back up again. So somebody that's able, you know, when I'm discouraged to come alongside and just help me to keep moving and, and somebody that when I've fallen down they're they want to keep me, help me get back up on my feet. The same thing's true as, as individuals is true of our families. And so. I love what God's doing, I'm thankful for each of you, and this is just a small representative of uh, lives that are being changed and interacting together by God and his word, and by God's church. I mean, this is what what God calls us to do and to be a part of in this world, and I I just love seeing that part of it. Opportunities connected, somebody's listening, and they're like, man, I'd just like to find out some more, Uh, some of this is interesting to me. How can they connect, Pastor Brian?
2: Yeah, there's always you can contact the church and they'll direct you you right over to me. My email personally, if you're listening, is B Lenartz, B L E N A R T Z, at HBCGuam.net. We always have a desire to wrap around those who are, are new on our island, who are looking for this community. It's been growing like crazy. Every week it feels like we have one or two new young families that are coming to our church. And the group, our group is so awesome because everyone runs after them and invites them. And even you know, in the coming days we'll have some activities, which some people are coming, and we're so excited for that.
1: All right. Well, thank you, Megan. Thanks, Amy. Thank Thanks, you. Pastor You're Brian. Having us. Yeah, you bet continue to pray for God's blessing on young families all across Guam. Thank
0: Amen. You. And thank you for listening to Harvest Time. Well, at this point in the program, we always want to personally invite you to Harvest Baptist Church. This Sunday, we do have two services, the first at 9 a.m., the second at eleven AM. COVID safety protocols are in place at both we'd love to see you at either at our 9 a.m. service. We also live stream that, which you can find at hbcguam.org, hbcguam.org. This week, Matthew 7, verses 24 through 27, how to stand strong in the storms of life. Thanks again for listening to Harvest Time.